So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. I had with a guy, but I don't really like him. It was at a vulnerable time. You and I weren't getting along, but I asked, but I don't like him. I have no emotional ties to him. Which is worse to you? She done either way. Okay, but uh, I'm saying. It's a wrap either way. Now, if you had to ask me, okay, okay if I if I had to pick, you know, the lesser of two evils. Okay, 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 right. okay, yeah, because infidelity at the end of the day, there's a price for it either way. And so what I just explained to you is the difference between emotional infidelity and physical infidelity. I just gave you two examples, and you said either way, you're done. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, here with another episode with my co-host, Ryan Catches. What's popping? I don't think they're ready for this one. It's about to be crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, guys. We're gonna we're gonna have a very special episode for you once again. We got a return guest here. Y'all Which know what we bring good. a guest back. They had to earn it. All right. <laughs> they had to earn it. Put the camera on this handsome brother we got here sitting here today that's about to drop here some game on us on how to handle, how to heal. Right. With infidelity, unhealthy attachments is going here down today live and direct yeah. with Coach Ken Canyon. Welcome to Harley. Ken, Michigan, what up? Brother. Guys, listen. You know the last time I was here, right? Yeah. I told my wife, she said, you cursed too much last time you were here. Yeah. So in this episode... I ain't going to be cursing. Oh, man. All right. yeah. I'm like, if I let one slip, okay, y'all give me one. I told my wife I want to get better. Yeah. And see, this that's what all of this is about, right. being better, getting better, being a better version of yourself. Uh, what I will say is, you know, this this topic is deep, man, because mm -hmm. um, don't how many of us know somebody who, who have either cheated on someone or we've been cheated on? Right. Yeah, most of us know somebody. Yeah, exactly. Or we've done the cheating. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we didn't get caught, but the infidelity and then the emotional stress that comes from that. So we're going to talk about today, you know, how do you get out of that? How do you heal from that? How do you let go of those attachments? And, and how do you change the trajectory of your mindset and emotional stability? Because, y'all, it's deep, and we're going to get into it today. We, we got to get that because uh, this is the thing. I don't know if um, – I don't think we mentioned this, but we got a YouTube membership, right? Okay. The YouTube membership, we put out a survey. We asked them very specifically, hey, who do you want to come back on the show? Who do you want to come on the show? They like, bring Ken back. Yeah. Ken keeps it real. So I know you said the cussing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, got, you still got to keep it I'm still going to be real now. Okay, yeah. good. I'm That's still going to be real. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm going to cuss as much because, you know, listen, y'all. We See, here's the thing. You learn three ways. You gain wisdom three ways, right? You gain wisdom, number one, through self-reflection, okay? Number two, through imitation, okay? And, 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 then, and, then, and then number three, you learn it from kind of experience of, 
you know, hard knocks, but you don't really want to learn those experiences. Mm -hmm. But eventually you decide, dang, I've been beat up enough. So what the idea today is to teach people through self-reflection and how we can be better, you know, and how we can be better in what, what it is we're doing. So, yeah. I want to I want to show you that today. Excellent. Well, Excellent. look, we're going to learn it, man. We're going to learn it. And, and a big thing I want to make sure we incorporate in this conversation mm. is social media because we cannot mitigate the impact social media has had on infidelity in right. relationships. Right. I think the landscape of relationships has cha have changed a lot. Right. We actually even did a live where we started to talk about what was appropriate and not as it related to social media. And I realized that was actually a very unique conversation because we all had different opinions. And I want to get your opinion. First, I want you to describe what infidelity is to the audience. <laughs> Right, just just be real clear. Set it clear, because <laughs> believe it or not, people are not clear about what cheating is. I am right. super duper clear of the question that you're asking me. Yes, so, so you, I'm gonna stop right there. What is infidelity? So, um, there are many ways to define what infidelity is, and so why why that's important is because. You, what you might think is infidelity, I might not think it is infidelity. But if we're in a relationship and you are making comments on somebody's page, you're making inappropriate comments about, ooh, you got a fat ass. Ooh, I love to rub that fat ass. Okay, that I'm, was not, your one right I'm there. not I'm not cussing. I'm just fat, fat ass is not really cussing. I'm describing something, you know. But but you think that's inappropriate, but I don't. Okay, so the first thing is determining what infidelity means. And a lot of times we don't discuss that in relationships. Now, we all come to the summation that actual intercourse or sex or oral sex is infidelity, right? Mm. But, but that's the physical part of it. There is an emotional part of infidelity that a lot of people don't consider. For instance, if we have gotten into a relationship right? We've never touched. Although we are shared, we're becoming intimate. See, intimacy and sex are very different. Mm. And what we do is we conflate that they're the same because that we can have sex and intimacy could be included in that. But the truth is intimacy is not sex. And so you can have an emotional affair being intimate with a person without having sex. So intimacy is when we're sharing our thoughts, our emotions, our deepest fears, and then we're be, when we become vulnerable with another person, now all of a sudden we're intimate. Well, that's a form of infidelity. Now, do you do you think it's as impactful or is it the same level of severity? One hurts the exact same, emotional and the physical? I'm going to answer that question. You say, are they the same? Yeah. If you get hit by a bus or get hit by a car, is it the same? No. I mean, the bus is a lot bigger than the car. Well, 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 see, so look what you're doing. You're splitting hairs. It's the nuances. But the truth is, you got hit by a vehicle. You're still going to be, okay. you still, you're be damaged. You are right. still damaged. You are still damaged. See, pain does not differentiate where it comes from. And what people do is, is if your lady tells you, oh, I got a good one, y'all. And this is why I'm glad I'm on this podcast. I got a good one. Y'all, and I'm going to ask your, your audience, <laughs> which is worse? If your lady comes to you and says, hey, Ryan, Tyson, I've fallen in love with a guy at work. I've fallen in love with them. 
I'm madly in love with him, but I've never touched him. We've never had sex, we've never touched. Or she comes to you and say, I had sex with a guy, but I don't really like him. It was at a vulnerable time. You and I weren't getting along, but I had sex, but I don't like him. I have no emotional ties to him. Which is worse to you? She done either way. Okay, but I'm saying, it's a wrap either way. Now, if you had to ask me, okay, okay if I if I had to pick, you know, the lesser of two evils. Okay, 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 right. okay, yeah, because infidelity, at the end of the day, there's a price for it either way. And so what I just explained to you is the difference between emotional infidelity and physical infidelity. I just gave you two examples, and you said, either way, you're done. So what you're saying is whether you committed an emotional affair mm. or a physical affair, it's done. You see the pain to you? Even though we were simulating it, the pain was the same. An emotional affair and a physical affair. I think of my woman's body, as wrong as this may sound, and it's I know the, the, the women going to hate me for this, but that's my body. Right, okay, okay. like you, my that's lady. lady. Yeah, that's my body. I'm responsible for protecting it. I'm responsible for investing in it. I'm, I'm completely feel like I'm responsible for that. So when another man in, enters your body, right, it's like the ultimate act of disrespect to me. But at the end of the day, I also understand she's a highly emotional creature. So if he can also enter your heart, mm. that's equally as dangerous. If not. That's if also not still your responsibility dangerous. as well. So that's also exactly. your emotions but, as well. Because and I'm and I if we keeping it real, I probably have something to do with him entering your heart. Okay. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm gonna discuss that in a minute. Why men cheat, why women cheat. So I had a debate with somebody on one of my pages. And one of the people, one of the ladies said, So I did a video why women cheat, right? I had done a previous video of why men cheat. And I explained to them that the makeup of a man and a woman is very different. And it's, it, 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 it is biology. It is not some stuff that I'm saying. I almost cussed, but I did. This <laughs> 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 is biology. And so because there is an inordinate amount of testosterone um, versus estrogen, we think differently. We see it differently. Okay? Now, I'm not categorizing everybody because I'll get flack from all of that. But here's the reality. The reality is this, is when... Most women that cheat, that I've surveyed, that I've coached, they cheat because there is a lack of emotional fulfillment somewhere in their life or their relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, they're not, the guy is not spending enough time with them. He's not, he's not giving them the affirmation, the affirming behavior he once gave her. She doesn't believe I am attracted to him as I once was because he doesn't compliment me. And then he's spending more time. And so what happens is there is an emotional void, okay? Your bank account, your emotional bank account is bankrupt. And so what happens is I'm looking for it somewhere. Now then comes, then, then Ryan steps in. Good looking dude with a beard, you know, you know, he's smooth and everything. He steps in and he starts spitting, right? He starts tapping into that par. He starts filling up that emotional bank account. He starts filling it up. All of a sudden, I'm drawn to her because there was a book I read one time before that was a Fantastic book that I've read three times. It's called His Needs, Her Needs. Oh, right? yeah. We love that book. And yeah. His Needs, Her Needs, what you got to understand in what a relationship is. A relationship is an unwritten contract. 
that we don't sign, but that we agree to. And this contract simply says that I agree that once I get in a relationship with you, that I'm going to meet your needs. I'm going to do my best to meet your emotional needs. Well, there are 10 emotional needs basic. You might, I threw in two or three more, but if, and I do this with my clients, I'd say list your needs because a lot of people don't even, they don't even know what their needs are until I bring it to their attention. So they list their top three needs. Next thing I know, if your top three needs, right, is sex, recreational fulfillment, and let's physical say physical attractiveness. And, and physical, <laughs> and physical attractiveness. Right, right, Those right. are your top three. Yeah. Now let's say her top three were financial support, um, family time, and communication. Well, your communication is at the bottom. Right? Hypothetically, because you filled it out. Right. What happens? What happens is now you look at it is that our needs aren't really in alignment. Right? Right. And here's what people do. When you know that, your job is to say, my job in this relationship is to attempt to meet your needs. I may not meet every one of them, but what if... You meet your needs. You give the other person, you meet the needs that you desire. But those needs are at the bottom of their list. What happens is the other person believes that you're not trying to meet their needs. And why do you leave a relationship? A person leaves a relationship when they feel like their emotional needs aren't being met. That, that is the beginning of the end of the relationship because they feel like the other person isn't attempting to. That's how infidelity works. Now, men on the other hand, now a man can go out and get some pussy right. just because he's a visual creature, right? right? He may have infidelity, but what we don't realize is the emotional side of men having infidelity too or cheating too because I want validation. Y'all, why don't we ever talk about men wanting validation? And here's how it works. And then I'm gonna let, I'm gonna you, let gotta you let me know. And because I'm curious, when you say men's emotional cheating, yeah, it, would that also include things like um, pornography, or maybe even um, sexting, or maybe some kind of virtual webcam relationship? Is because because the because the, the reason why I ask that is because those things, those people that are object of that person's lust or desire aren't, aren't really accessible. So the likelihood that they actually going to physically engaged with that person is unlikely. So would you include that as an emotional? Yeah, so, yeah, so, so why do we do it? Why do we, why do we do it? Why do we do it? Okay, why do I do it if I can't even engage in the sex? So you just answered my, you just answered my, it. you it. just answered what I said. Men do it a lot of times. Think about it. When we grew up, right, what happens? If you hit that girl, ooh, what do your boys say? You the man. Yeah, you the man. It reinforces who I am as a person. Although it's warped and dysfunctional, the more women give me their body, the more I'm okay with me. Because then I say, then I say, you know what? I must be good. There must be something right about me because those women were willing to sleep with me. And so most of us don't deal with the insecurity, the lack of self-esteem, the lack of validation that men have in their lives. We just think he's just getting more pussy. Got you. So with that being the case, is that fair to say then that a man who's really fallen deeply into, you know, pornography, he's fallen deeply into maybe following a bunch of attractive chicks and lusting, virtual, virtually lusting women that even if he doesn't sexually engage with, should a woman be just 
as concerned as if he was dealing with a woman that he could have sex with? Absolutely. When you say you use the word concern, yeah. she should be concerned. Here's why. Because think about it. Even if here's here's the thing I would be concerned about more. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't watch porn. Everybody don't watch some porn here and there. I mean, my wife laughed about that the other day. But here's what you should be concerned about. The illusion that he's creating. Mm. And so the illusion is, is that this fictitious relationship, I'm gaining something from it. What is it that I'm gaining? And so when you begin questioning a person on a deeper level in therapy and coaching, when I ask them, why are you doing it? And what happens is somewhere they've told themselves a story that I'm getting validation. I'm getting something from this relationship. Okay, even if it's strictly sexual fulfillment, I get to live out the fantasy in my mind. All right. right. And so, y'all, what happens is I would be more concerned about the illusion of it, the fantasy of it, the fantasy taking over or taking up more space in my emotional reservoir. That's what I'd be more concerned about. Right. I'm not talking about somebody just going to see porn, you know, once a week and, and blast off or do what they do. That's why I love talking to you, off. man, because um, you're well read. And you mentioned one of our favorite books, uh, His Knees, Her Knees. And I think that's William Hartley, right? So, yeah, yeah. guys, yes. if you didn't know, we got a link in the description that has our entire library of books that were recommended by our guests. So make sure you all cop that book ASAP. But I want to ask you about this because one of the things, because I love the book, but one of the things that I didn't think it took much into account for is the impact of social media in relation to somebody's right, right. emotional needs. Okay. Now, because social media is such a huge part of our DNA, um, Sometimes, it's just my opinion, women would like for you to express affection via social media. So that's posting them online, maybe, you know, whether it's a birthday or a date or, or maybe they want to show affection by doing those same things online. <laughs> Do you think it's a slight or it's a level of disrespect if a man is not interested in or sharing his relationship online? No, I definitely don't. Okay. I know that's no different than me and my, my wife walking in the mall. She want to hold my hand. Now think about this for a moment. So why does she, she want to hold my hand in public? Why? PDA. Because why? She's affection. That could be it. She could be affection. But she wants to be validated. She wants to be validated. And see, what we're doing is, well, all we're doing is looking at social media, the platform. I look deeper than the platform. I look at the validation that comes from the platform. Mm. Okay? And so what I'm doing is, if my wife want to walk in the mall and hold hands, even though I don't like to hold hands, sometimes we will, sometimes <laughs> we won't. I'm like, but what is it? She wants the validation in public, which says, this you. is my woman. Right. Okay? Now, on social media, what happens? If I put a picture up of my lady, it's just the same validation that I get is that that's my lady. Like you said, that my lady, that's my body? Yeah. He, she wants to say the same thing. That's my man. Right. And that validation is important mm. to many people. Okay? And so, do I believe, though, in this era of social media, though, do I believe that you need to put your relationship out there um, all the time? No, I don't. Now, I put my wife on my page because of what I do. 
Right, because you know there are people out there who might say, "Well, is he married? Is he married?" (laughs) Well, I'm married, 21 years to my best friend, and I tell him, "I said, listen, and we still have sex." And I, well, I don't want to get too graphic. I watched part one. I already know where the second part was going. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, so what my my point is is that is that yes, social media plays a tremendous role, but look beyond the platform, look at the deeper role that it plays in the person's psychology. So is that healthy though? Like if somebody wants to be validated to the level where that can even start, you know, arguments or fuss in relationships, because I do hear that. Like I do hear people complain Mm -hmm. that I, you know, he's not doing this and he's not doing that. And I never thought of that as being PDA, but it is PDA in the social world of wanting to be seen online. But is that unhealthy? Is, Is validation at that level? Is that healthy? Well, and that's a good, that's a very good question. And the, and, and, and how I would answer that is, is, is drinking a beer healthy? If you drink one beer or unhealthy, maybe not. But if drinking a, 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 a six-pack every day or a 12-packer every day, is that unhealthy? Yeah. Yeah, okay? So what we do is you must look at things in context, all right? If, the, if, if a person wants me to always post them, see, you look at it in context. If they want me to post them every single day, that maybe that's unhealthy. But if they're asking me to post them and they never post me because they don't want anybody in, because let's can, can we keep it a buck now? Let's keep it one thousand. Let's keep it a buck. Because you know what men say, you know, I mean, you know, I don't want nobody in my business. Right. I don't yeah. want it's nobody privacy. in my business. My business is private. But but wait a minute, you posting all this other shit? Oh, that's just one. You posting all this other stuff. This one and me, so right? what happens is, is now what they're doing is they're using that and then they gaslight the women many times making them think oh you want me to put this up you crazy you this and you that but they see you posting other stuff they see because what we do is we post the things that we validate notice what i said right it ain't going on your page tyson it ain't going on your page unless you validate unless you give it the stamp of you give it a stamp of approval and Ryan's not going on Ryan's page unless he gives a stamp of approval. And so all of the things he's put up there is a stamp of approval. Same with, with women. And this I'm, is not just relegated to men. And I don't know if there's any, this day and age, I don't know if there's any for sure way to validate your partner than to post them online. Like, mm. I I mean, it's just, it's just like, if you post a picture of a friend online, you're going to have women hitting you up like, oh, this is what we doing now. <laughs> oh, this your girl now. <laughs> so, like, it's it's crazy because social media, you would think it's only a tool, right. but it's just so, it's so deeply entrenched no, in our emotions. No, I, I'm going to be honest. A good example is when with Zion Williams, he had that crazy girl chasing after him. Yeah. It was just a poll. It wasn't I'm married, I'm getting married to her. It was literally... I post, I mean, it was a baby involved, yeah. but still. That yeah. was I, a little different. But I would still say, even if I believe it would have probably still been chaos if it would have just posted a woman. Because I think nowadays, if you post a woman on your page, mm-hmm. it's almost like an equivalency of like claiming like this. Is, it's almost like near marriage. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's commitment. It's, it's, it's like tr- It's commitment. Th- like it it's means everything to be real with you. Because it's it's like you're, walk, you're presenting. It's like when you with a girl on a date. 
Whatever that venue is, you're presenting that woman to everybody in that venue. This is my woman. Now, because the social media has such a vast, you know what I mean, reach, especially depending on who you are. All your friends and family. All your friends and family. You're literally presenting this person, this significant other to everybody. Sure. So, I, I, ooh, it's just so, because I'm the, the same dude that will tell you it's private, but it's really because I know that. Right. And I'm not quite sure if I want you attached to me like that and we only in the dating phase. Mm. That's my thing. So I don't know if it's just appropriate in the dating phase in general. Look what he just said. Yeah. He just gave you the answer. He gave everybody the answer. What the man says is, I am not sure. I am not sure whether or not you occupy that space in my life. And so by taking this risk of put, posting you, I am telling the world that you occupy that space in my life. Mm-hmm. And so the man says, I'm not prepared to do that. And then the woman gets mad because he didn't say it to her, but he said it through his actions. Absolutely. Mm. So let's continue along the lines of social media and its impact on trust. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I consider myself a pretty conservative person when it okay. comes to just most things and dealing with women, especially. And, you know, my initial thoughts about, you know, you, women. When you say you're conservative, I had to go off script for a minute. Oh, he, conservative. Said, he said conservative. <laughs> so women, conservative would you ever hit a woman in the back of your car? That's still conservative. Absolutely. That's What about in the bathroom in the mall? That's a little, honestly, that's a little honestly, wilder. I like to keep, I like to maintain an edge with my woman. So I like for her to feel like at any time it can go down. So, okay, okay. so yeah, I just, yeah. I just, no, I'll script. We back. No, no, no. <laughs> conservative in the fact that I believe in traditional gender roles. That's 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 all. Okay, that's, yeah, I am I, I, I do too. I do yeah. too. Now the thing is, generally, I'm like, okay, well, you know, a girl is gonna have a past. She's gonna have some old relationships. So I'm not really worried about right. what's going on or typically who she's involved with socially. Okay. In terms of not not actually in person, but social media. But lately, I've been re- reconsidering because what I've realized is that just becoming uh, now a public figure, the more content we put out, the more solicitations I get from women. Right. So now I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, well, if I date this woman okay. and she's still following on social media and engage, maybe not engaging, but just even following this old, these past relationships, I'm thinking in my head, well, is it really just a matter of time? Because even though they're, she's only following, maybe not engaging, it's still repeated messages. And we business people. So we know what a repeated message over time can do. So it's it an open door. It's an open door. So would it be wrong for me to tell my woman, hey, look, any dude that you used to deal with in the past cut them off socially, block them from social media. Is that unreasonable? Is it unreasonable? No. Well, back up. Back up, Ken. It would depend. It would depend if it is unreasonable to the person. See, the reason why I've been successful in what I do is because there are four words I don't use. Something's right or wrong. Something is good or bad. The reason I don't use those words because what's right for you may not be right for me in my relationship. What's good for you may not be good for me, okay? I only use two words. Is it working or not working, okay? Gotcha. So here's why I would say, let me back up. What I would do is, if that doesn't work for you, then I would say it is not wrong. 
See, you being in a committed relationship, it doesn't work for me for you having these type of relationships still connected to you. That doesn't work for me, Got it. right? It is not that it's good or bad. It does, when, when you start looking at relationships from that perspective, is it working for me or not? All of a sudden, you don't get into moral judgments. You get into, this is what's healthy for me. This, this is what's healthy for me in this relationship. As long as I don't have to worry about mentally or emotionally, someone from your, from your past DMing you, that works for me emotionally. It does not work the other way. And so when you look at it from that perspective, that is the reason why I backed up and said, okay, because for some people, it works. You can remain friends, y'all can stay connected or whatever, but some it doesn't work. But see, Ken, just because it works, does that mean it's right? Because here's what I, here's what I say. Okay. And I'm going to take it, let's take it a step further from just following. Because I was dealing with a young lady. I'm on the phone with her. And she talks like very openly and casually, like no secrets, no nothing. She just says, yeah, like whatever X guy's name was, David, whatever his name was. Yeah, he called me to check on me, asked me about this and asked me about that. And it was in reference to something she was talking about. But this guy was one of her very first loves. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. One of her very first loves. They don't talk often. Right. But he did call in. He did check. They had a casual conversation. I was like, oh, so you still talk to this cat? Mm. Okay. And it was like. Yeah, I talked to him, but yeah, I mean, very sparingly. And just, just so you know, I would never, ever like this dude. No, he did this. He did. Right. I would. It was almost like a, I would never. But in my Until mind, I'm like, why you like? Because I, I, I so, don't understand that. Why are you still dealing with the so, dude? If you so that's the point. So again, right? I, I get that. That doesn't work for you though. But what if it? But what if I was one, one of those guys? Because there's there are guys out there that be like. Oh, okay, that's fine with me, you know, okay. But still, it's, it still needs to be a right or wrong in that because how close should you get to somebody that you've had that level of intimacy okay. with in the past? Okay, that, that, that's a fair question. But let me ask you this. What is your relationship like with the person? What, what is your relationship like? Are you guys committed? Are you just collecting data? Are we trying to figure out what we could be? Collecting data. Okay. Let's say we're in that phase. Okay, if we're collecting data, if, okay, I'm going to turn it around and ask you. Yeah. You're a smart man. Right. If I turn around and ask you, if somebody you're collecting data with that you're not, you're trying to see if we are in alignment. Right. Right? Because there are ladies you have still friends with that you might have had a relationship, but you knew it didn't work. I don't know. I don't know or not. But if she said to you while you're collecting data... No, I think you should cut that off right now. Now, we're not committed, but I don't like that. I think you should cut it off right now. Is that, is that reasonable? Now, <laughs> that's a really great question. It is, it is. Now, what I would say to that is what kind of, what, is, what inspired that and what was, the, what was the level of that relationship? Because if she's asking me that, knowing that this was a woman I deeply loved, I had a very deep relationship with, like she played a major significant role right. in my love life. Right. And she's saying that I don't feel comfortable with you having this person with me, with me moving forward. I honestly think that's fair. That's a fair question. But, that's but, fair. But can she demand that of you in that place? We can't, we can't demand that. When, when I say, I don't want to use demand. I don't want to use that word because somebody will miss, misinterpret okay, what I mean. Okay, can she ask that Can she me? insist that of you or could she suggest that of you? Because this is, like you said, this person I had a great relationship with, I'm just collecting data with you. I don't even know what will happen with us. 
because the dynamics are different. If you and this new lady were in a committed relationship, then the conversation would take a different turn with me. I get that. Does that make sense? I, I'm just, I, what I'm doing okay. is trying to put it in context, though. I get it. Okay, so what about from a general perspective? Because the reality of the situation is social media exposes us to a lot of different things. Honestly, it just exposes us to a lot of different sure options. Sure it does. So there's a school of thought from some men who think, and I would say I'm included in that group, okay. who are like, yo, I would prefer a woman to not have a social media. Okay. Now, you also got women joining that same, that same. <laughs> that boy is looking like. That boy, went, that boy went Taliban on her. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Listen, I, I like to be vulnerable on the show because I help. I think it helps me to actually get the perspective that I need to mature my thoughts on these things. I like so I'm that. just being real with you. Okay. I would prefer my woman to not have social media at all. Now, it's <laughs> You'll women. You'll find her who, in India? Huh? Right, that's right. I got to figure that out. Now, this thing, it's, women, it's women who are also joining that club as well. And this, uh -huh. why, this is how I know. Because it's women who communicate to me. Ryan, you know what? Man, I really like you for for all these reasons. Okay, but man, you and that social media. How did they find you on social media? They, they, that's how they find me. They Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no Watch this. I want to tie this in. Okay, I cheat with you with my spouse. Then I get with you after my spouse, and then you don't ever want me to cheat again. You don't ever want me to think about it, but that is the very way that we got together. So what I'm saying to people, y'all, let's not be disingenuous. You know, you can't, you cannot expect the person that you might want them to, but it always, always got to be in the back of your mind. Wait a minute, we yeah. met on social media. Okay, wait a minute. You hit me in my, my wife's bed. I mean, come on, y'all. Stop being fake out here. <laughs> but it's, it's levels to social media use, Ken. Cause there, it, there is levels. It's, it's some people out here that got a profile picture up. They never put a post, and all they want to do is scroll and just watch. They just want to be viewers. Right. And there's some people out here that's posting, you know. Eclipsing. You know, they got, they got, Orbiting. They got, they got the areolas. They got the yeah. areolas all <laughs> exactly. halfway hanging out. Exactly. And they're posting to attract Okay. Not necessarily using it to be entertained, and I that's think true. I agree. And and and, I agree. and I think that's where it's it becomes you know a whole different world inside right. of it where people have different moral values inside. Because me personally, I wouldn't say I go as far as Ryan, where I'm saying I don't want her to even have an account. Damn. But I don't. I don't want a woman who is super invested in her social media especially in a way where she's just posting her in this sexy fashion because at the end of the day it's only one type of person you attracting you ain't teaching nothing you ain't putting out no value add content <laughs> to the world right. you just posting all these sexy photos of yourself I'm not I'm a hundred percent not attracted to that that I, kind of woman well that person is attempting to attract something our behavior, the law of, I don't know if you, you guys believe in the law of attraction and manifestation. I'm a big believer in energy. 
I'm a big believer in that our energy, if you look at the human specimen on our high-powered microscope, we're moving. Everything about us, our cells are regenerating millions each day. We're actually vibrating at a certain frequency, right? And energy is powerful, y'all. If you look at, the, the, like I said, the human specimen, we're all moving. We all are energy. Energy is never created nor destroyed. Now, our thoughts are energy. Our emotions are energy. The things, our behaviors are energy. If you put out that energy, like attracts like. That energy attracts a certain amount of energy, a certain type of energy. So they get mad when you show a, a picture of your ass and then you got somebody who just want to fuck. Right. Nah, but that's the energy that you put out. That is the energy. And so I agree with you 100% on that. I do. Just like y'all see uh, Kiki Palmer. Oh man! I mean, come on. So, what? What, are you, what is your take on that? She up on stage with Usher, right? It's right, with the, right. With her straight ass out. I didn't like yeah, that. I, I didn't, didn't like that. I didn't I mean, like it either. And her guy, what did he say? You're a mother. I mean, and, I mean, all I'm saying is, listen, guys, is that energy begets more energy like it? Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, because of that, don't I mean? Do you honestly think that social media is? conducive to a monogamous relationship i mean so this this is a better question do you think that your activity on social media is a direct is directly correlated to the risk that or is it an increased risk in potential cheating or infidelity like are are we at because it's already hard to i mean i'm not in a monogamous relationship but i just imagine it's really hard to no, maintain imagine monogamy. we talk to the people yeah. in these relationships it is hard monogamy is extremely difficult so i'm gonna answer it like i always do with a question if you get 10 million dollars a day you're a businessman both of you right. okay and you guys are growing pretty fast right if you get 10 million dollars a day um, are you going to go out and start doing drugs and snorting coke? and No. Uh, no, you're not? Probably not. No. Because you eat healthy, you take care right. of your body. Money magnifies who you already are. If the more money you got, the more of you that will be revealed. If you're a person, you're a giver, the more money you have, the more you're going to give. Why do I say that? Social media simply exposes who you are. If that's the type of person that I am, social media is just going to magnify that. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That if makes I'm sense. the kind of person who is a one person guy, um, woman or a guy, one, one person, um, that's why I just won't want to commit a relationship. Social media is simply going to magnify more of that. All right. Because what I say is it simply magnifies more of who you already are. If you look at my post, my, I only use social media for business, really. That's the only thing. Everything right. it's, I got a purpose for. Okay, it magnifies more of who I am. I think that's a great point. I honestly think if people really uh, took that seriously, it'll probably be a lot less issues when it comes to social media, or just a lot better decision making when it comes to dating. Because you're right, it, it definitely you're gonna already know how somebody is moving based on their social media generally. Right. Okay. And, and, and we just we know what it is though. We just don't accept it. Yeah, that's a we, fact. We just don't accept it when we see it. We want them to be something, but somebody different. We want them to be something different. Yeah, that's true. But oh, we just don't accept. Hopefully, that. hopefully, the, all that cleavage and you know ass <laughs> hanging out, and she's a good wholesome Christian woman when I actually meet yeah, her, right? Ho sense, hopefully, yeah. I could change her into that. But no, you're not. You're not. It's, it, it, this ain't alchemy, brother. Don't do that. But I, I, I want to move into the post effects of cheating. Okay. Um, and what that does to a relationship, 
because I want I want to know your thoughts on this. I'm sure you've talked to and counseled you know couples that have all experienced this. Yes. Is it safe to say that just about any couple, if effort is applied, can come back from infidelity, or do some couples have to cut it off? Like it's beyond repair. That's a good question. And I will answer that question like this. Some people cannot come back from infidelity. The reason being is some can. Number one, it takes courage to come back from infidelity. It takes the courage to try. It takes the courage to be willing to go through. Some people aren't willing to go through what it's going to take to come back from infidelity. And when I coach people on infidelity, I always say, if you think about it like this, think about it as you're in a relationship. There's this mountain called Trust Mountain, okay? And everything you do in the relationship helps you build a little bit more trust to climb Trust Mountain. And so you've been in a relationship for a long time. After a while, depending if both people doesn't, don't have trust issues and some other things, that they've been healed, because there's a part of that too that won't allow you to go all the way up Trust Mountain. And so at some point, you may make it all the way up to Trust Mountain. Mm -hmm. You've done things and you've done things to help build the trust, right? But there are some things that help make you fall down a notch where you didn't say where you didn't say you want to do this you lied about something so you fall down a notch on trust mountain but what happens when people when infidelity is present infidelity knocks you off the mountain all the way all the way off the mountain because every think about what infidelity does why some people can't come back from it cheating and infidelity means that everything that i believed about my relationship it's not true. Is that fair? Is that, uh, that should should just because I cheated, should everything be thrown out the window? It is. It is not necessarily. It's not a matter of fair or not. It's the way the brain works. So let me give you an example. And I don't want to go too deep for your audience, but but we're gonna talk about it. See, the brain doesn't operate in, uh, in 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 words. Like if I tell you when you're young, you ever say don't don't. It doesn't understand language. Like I was. You ever tell a kid, a child, my daughter said, don't touch that stove. And what do they do? Touch. They go touch the stove because the brain doesn't understand the words no like that. So I can prove it to you real quickly. If I told you to close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes, quick, real quickly. Don't think about your kitchen. Don't think about your kitchen cabinetry. Don't think about the colors in your kitchen. Don't think about what the dishes you left in the kitchen. Open your eyes. What were you thinking about? About the kitchen. You were thinking about the kitchen. Because the brain thinks in pictures. So watch this. If the brain thinks in pictures, every time I think about the infidelity, there's a picture formed Mm. in my mind. Especially now, it's even worse if you've created a video, if you saw a video of it. Now the picture becomes ever present. It becomes vivid in color. Now the picture seeps into my subconscious programming. It goes down because you know you have your conscious mind yeah. and your subconscious mind. Now in my con, your subconscious is where your your experiences, your thoughts, your feelings, everything. It's the hurt. Now what yeah. happens is this picture keeps playing. No matter what I do. The only way you can change the picture is you reframe the picture. Mm. Y'all, and that's where coaching, healing, therapy, that's what I get my clients to do, to reframe the picture. Now the pic, because what happens when the picture pops in your mind, what happens is you attach a meaning to it. Person never loved me. You attach a meaning to it. 
I never meant anything to the person. Now, notice what I'm I'm doing? I'm attaching meaning to the picture, and so now I can't get over that. Yeah. Some people can when they're willing to change and reframe the picture. You broke that down just now, man. Yeah. Let me me actually tell you this real real quick, because I remember my, uh, actually, I'm going to keep this anonymous. But I had somebody. One of your experiences? I had, no, no, not me. Oh, okay, okay. Somebody very, very close to me. Okay. This cat was growing up, he was a dog. I mean, could get any girl in the world that he okay. wanted at any point in time at the drop of a hat. Ended up getting into a relationship with a woman in the midst of his dogness, dogged out kind of through the relationship, and came to me and said, I'm going to confess everything that I'm, I've been doing because mm. it's, it's deeply in my conscience. I said, You better not do what you saying that you're going to do. Okay. Probably about a year into the relationship, something like that. Okay. He does it. He, so do, he, confesses. he confesses everything. Okay. I'm talking about he says every woman, every experience, every everything, and I'm just like, okay. wow, breaks the girl into absolute pieces. Shatters her. She leaves. They separate for about six to eight months, and he does some really deep work. I'm talking about the brother gets into hiking. He meditates. He reads. He's doing all this thing. He does this deep work. I mean, he literally transforms. Like right. yeah. He wasn't even talking, thinking, moving the same at all. Lost even changed a lot of the friend groups. They ended up reuniting. And in this, she ends up bringing her trauma now, her new trauma to this experience. She's constantly going through the phone. He's constantly having to call and tell him where, where he is at all points and times. Like it was, it was such a... Ha- I really didn't even like being around him and in, in, in at some moments wow. when they were he was having to continually prove or like make her feel secure and my advice which that's why you should be careful taking advice from single friends was hey Break up. you might as well just go ahead and toss that one aside player Get you a new because one. you a new dude you are refined and you might as well go ahead and get a blank canvas but he put the work in and fought mm. through all of that fed her insecurities, spoon-fed it every single day and fought through it. And they eventually got married, beautiful family, one of of my favorite couples to this day. Love those guys. And I saw the amount of work it took to come back from that infidelity. Yes. And it... I can't, and, and when I saw that, I see why most what most people can't do it. That's You just said something. You just teed me up for this. So what, what she experiences is a thing called hypervigilance. And hypervigilance is when a lot of people can't get past the hypervigilance because the other person is, where you at? Let me see your phone. Let me do this. Because now you're, you're, you're in this mode where you're always looking for something, right? Is that, is that unhealthy? Well, well, it's not necessarily, it's not, it's the unhealthiness, the damage was already done. It's a trauma response. This is a, resu- a response to the trauma. Got okay, it. this is a response to it. Um, the hypervigilance is a response to it. Now, what you just said is what I tell everybody. The reason why it answers your first question: Can people get back together? Most people, I won't say most. I don't know. I, I don't know the exact numbers because I keep I watch, look at numbers. But I don't know the exact numbers. But a lot of people can't get back together because of that. Because of the amount of work that it takes to overcome the betrayal of infidelity because you got to reshape the mind, recondition the subconscious mind. And especially when you don't know what to do. And so when they're asking you, well, where's your phone? You, after a while, you say, well, damn, we've been doing this six months. How long? Yeah. Well, they're going through a cycle. He or she is going through a cycle of grief. If somebody dies, 
Do you tell them, no, you can only grieve for five months. We're done. That's it. You don't tell them that. This is a grief. They're going through the grieving, like grieving cycle. Y- y- yes, but what, I mean, this is the thing. You don't want them grieving for years and upon years and years. So, I mean, realistically, like, what's the sentence for that? You know what I mean? Like, what what should is is how long is too long for a partner to harbor resentment for something that you did in the past? Uh, you know, people different people put dates and stuff on that. Um, sometimes I've seen one couple. Up to three years. Wow. Three years. Why though, Ken? Why why would you do that? Well, because you feel like a lot of some of it is guilt. Some of it think about it. If you caused it, many guys, many people, women, I mean, because men women, a lot of women cheat. A lot of them. And guys go through it too, too. I'm, 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 I got I got clients right now going through infidelity. And so what I tell people is a lot of it boils down to the guilt that you feel. A lot of it boils down to I want to reconcile. It, it's like it's like Jay Z said something when he cheated on Beyonce. He said the pain when I looked into her eyes, the pain I caused, it crushed me. It hurt me, right? And some men say or women say I am willing to do what it takes because I never want to see that again. Because let's be honest, y'all, you could walk away, but if you've loved this person with your whole heart. Right. Yeah. And you did something that made that created this pain and you're not willing to work towards doing it to 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 reconciling it. Then I would say, you know, I mean, you know, then then I would say the relationship is not it doesn't mean that much to you. But but how should you know, though? How do you know whether you should leave or if you should stay and fight? You don't know. You don't know. You never know. It's a choice you decide to do. You don't know if it's going to be worth it. You don't know if they're going to change. You don't know if they will ever change this, but you don't know. But that's what the work is about. I've seen, I've seen people whose relationship made it through infidelity and the relationship was better. Yeah. Because can we be honest? Yeah. Here's the part I need to tell your audience about infidelity. The relationship can never be the same. Never. And you will never go back to where you were. Right. Wow. The relationship, anything created beyond infidelity is new. The relationship is new. Do I like you? Do I like you moving forward? Because a lot of times what people don't realize is the relationship already had problems before infidelity. Infidelity just exposed the problems. It just shed light on the problems. We never communicated before then. We didn't even have sex. We only got distracted by the kids. The relationship was filled with problems. The infidelity shed light on the problems now. Now people say, well, dang. And what happens is it's like it's just like a disease, like cancer. What led you here? What was it, smoking? What, what caused it? See, and then now the couple is willing to say, oh, we never spent time with each other. Oh, we forgot why we got in a relationship. Oh, the kids were more important than date night. All of a sudden now, I can create something new from it. That's why I can be better. You know, I, I want to ask you this in your experience counseling the couples that you've had. Yes. Because they always say men... Women are always the ones who are, they say, are, are sentenced to have to deal with healing from infidelity, where they say men just can't handle it, right? In your experience, is that true? Do you find that men have a harder time recovering from infidelity than women, or is that a myth? I think that's a very good question. You've been saying that all night. 
No, you, you guys, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all prepared today. Y'all, y'all, y'all joke is getting better and better, boy. <laughs> I say this. I say that the stigma is, is that, you know, men can't handle it. There are a lot of men, y'all, who've gotten past infidelity. But what it is, is women are openly open about when something hurts. They cry openly. They tell their friends. Mm. They tell other people, and we know about it. Men, we don't know about the silent pain. So what you don't know is who's dealing with it, who's going through it, unless they're close to you. Because men, we've been taught not to share our emotions. But that is the reason why it's important if the man wants to make it work to find somebody like a coach can that can help them help them take their emotions because they don't know what to do with these emotions. This woman has betrayed me. She's betrayed everything I've ever believed. Okay? They don't know what to do with it. The, women, the woman will cry out and say, I've got this, I'm hurting. All right? And then somebody comes to help, right? The men don't. They just say, fuck it, let me go fuck some other bitches. Mm. Okay, so. That's what they say. That's true. They don't heal, they hoe. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not even, I think, well, hold on, we're going to move it. So this is the thing. Still consider, being considered, right, of people's responses to infidelity. Right. You talked about the hypervigilance, which it makes me very curious because in my mind, if somebody does something to wrong you, then you would have to evaluate whether they're going to continue to do it again. Right, so that's part of it. Is it wrong? I mean, like, if, if hypervigilance is not the best way to go about it, where you're checking all the texts, you're checking where they're going, what they're doing 24-7, if that's not the right way, then what's the right way to confirm if somebody is actually improving according to what the new agreement is? The best way you confirm anything is you affirm yourself. See... The thing is, it's when I, it, the, the true nature of this, the healing of this, is when I no, no longer need to confirm it. See, I don't need to confirm where my wife is right now. I'm not worried about wherever she is. She's upholding our standard in our relationship. Mm. I don't have to know where she is. I just know she's upholding the standard. But so your work is not to figure out where the person is. Your work is to figure out where you are. Got it. That's the work. That's why the work is necessary. Because now I no longer, just like your guy who became, who transformed, I understand now why he told. I know why he told. Because what he said was, I'm going to go on a transformation journey. And on this journey, I have to start with honesty. I have to be honest with myself. I have to be honest in who I was and who I want to be. And part of that honesty is me saying, this is what happened, regardless of the consequences. That is a man I respect. That's a man. Wow. That dude right there. Solid. Yo, that, that's a man's man to me. Listen, I'm just being honest, man. Um, you know, and so the work is not confirming where they are. The work is affirming where you are. Okay, okay. I, I like that. I like that. Man, I can't smooth Hold on, but head, I got boy. no, no, no. I can, no, no, no. Can't. We gonna we gonna give you to give it up now. I got, my, I got something special for you. Oh, yeah, I got something special for you because <laughs> yeah, drink some water. Drink some water. Because 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 you give me some good game, but this one I I really got. Uh, I really need you to tap in on this one. So let's talk about a specific situation. Let's talk about somebody in the relationship space. Derek Jackson. Okay. Mm. Derek Jackson goes through these issues with his wife uh, as a part of her healing recovery mm-hmm. um 
her next process after infidelity and some bad experiences within the relationship. Okay. She goes to sharing what I consider, this is my personal opinion, what I consider to be oversharing and possibly even shaming her former partner for his past actions via social media. Okay. Is that fair for a woman or a man? Because men are doing it too now. For a man or woman to either expose you for cheating in a relationship or go on a tell-all oversharing campaign to potentially shame or humiliate you for what you did. Is, can, is that fair? And, can you, can, and, and should the other partner who's guilty of the cheating forgive that person for that? Are you asking me? <laughs> so let me get this shit straight. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I gotta, are you asking me, should he forgive her for the shit she, he put her through? Is that what you asked? All right. I had to get that out. Okay, okay, okay. Let me go back to Christian. Coach King. No, I'm Christian King. Yeah, is, 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 is it right for, for her to do that? And also, as the person who did the crime, so to speak, right. if they were interested in potentially continuing right. the relationship. Is that forgivable for that person to put you out on front street like that? So let, let, let's go back. What do I always do, y'all? I go back to why. Let's, do, let's go back to the reasoning behind it. So let me explain something, what's going on. A lot of what you see in this tour is birthed out of her pain, okay? Because here's the thing. She sat back, she's reflected on what's happened, and she's thought about it. Derek Jackson has gone on. He's going on to further his career, took a little small hit. He still got millions of followers, millions of women, still giving advice that amped up his YouTube or Instagram, got new cameras and everything. She's watching all of this. And she's saying, she's contemplating, my life fell apart afterwards. Okay? After this, I'm on, the, I'm on, on his live trying to protect him with the bonnet on, looking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Right? And so what she's saying is it's, and so when you begin thinking about, she's created a picture. Remember I told you how the mind works in a picture. She created a picture of what he did and she's suffering from it. Okay. You follow me now? Is it right or wrong to share what really happened? If she was sharing it to bring clarity to it, it is not wrong to bring clarity to it. No. If she was sharing it to bring shame to it, that comes out of pain. I believe that that is not right because that doesn't promote healing in her. But I think she believes. I think she believes that by doing this, she's going to feel better about what happened to her. Okay. Got it. Got and it. so that's why she's doing it, y'all. Trauma response. I think. I think. I think. It, I think it can be a trauma response. I do, and I, I. I do. I do. I really. It took her a while to get it. Somebody got in her ear, and somebody said, "Girl, if it was me." I tell the truth. Tell what that. Well, tell him what he did. You know. Tell him. Tell him what he did. And she began thinking about it. She began thinking about the money he's still making. She began thinking about all of that. Mm. So y'all, we must start looking at things from because you know when you sit back and reflect on your life, when you especially if you believe somebody is profiting off your pain, because he he profited off her pain. Why? Because he lived this life as though he was this person. And she was a part of that. Well, see, because, mm. yes, I'm on the same page with you, Ken, and I empathize for the party that's hurt, whether mm. it's a man or a woman, and have to, you know, feel compelled right. to put this information out there. But 
Would you agree that there's still going to be consequences to that? Because, Absolutely. you know, Tyshawn gave an example to where uh, the couple experienced infidelity. They got back together. It's a happy, prosperous, healthy family. But, I mean, if you going out and putting somebody out like that, that could potentially eliminate all probability or potential potential for y'all to actually get back together. They're not getting back together. You know why? Because the energy. Think about it. Remember I told you, we're as human beings, we're reflectors. We reflect onto us the energy we put out of us. The energy that she put out was, this energy was, I'm going to expose you because of what I've experienced. Now, that energy is not going to lead to reconciliation. Nah, got you. It's not going to lead to reconciliation. And I don't even think she desires that at this point. Maybe she does. Maybe she could. I'm not going to I'm not going to speculate on that, but the energy won't allow it. It won't. She knew when she made that decision, we could never get back together. And see, yeah, and that's and see, that is what I do want the audience especially to be cognizant of that. Because if you did by some chance in the, the deepest of core of who you are, potentially wanted to get back in that relationship, I think there's probable chance that you're gonna you will completely eliminate any chance if you go out and put that message in public. And I think bringing other people, even though you hurt, and I empathize with that, but bringing so many other people into the situation makes it, in my opinion, even more difficult to reconciliate. So yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think in most cases. You go out and do something like that, in all likelihood, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. I mean, let's let's be honest. That that that's a wrap. Um, and I and I think she calculated that. Mm. I think she's calculated the the cost of what she's done, um, of what she wanted. And I think she looked at him and decided, "Wow, he's coming up. I'm going down." So I think it could be a trauma response. I, I, I don't know. So I, w- I want to ask you this, Ken, and I, I know we um, probably going to end up closing out. Man, let's, um, let's, here let's roll it, man. In this, we got. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. 12 um, you know, yeah. I stay with y'all all day. I just like the conversation yeah. with y'all, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, I know we, we'll, we got to keep listening. Don't worry. We're going to bring them back, y'all. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, 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 but I do want to know that um, is it fair to say that when cheating happens, and not let's let's take the outliers of the dogs, people who just straight dogs, right, 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 and just right. for no reason. No, I get you. For most healthy people, is it fair to say that the blame the blame is on both sides when infidelity takes place in a relationship? Because, like you said, you said this right. You said I like the way you do that. I do that. I do that to look, people. I'm like you. No, because Tyshawn, he gave me alley. Ooh, that's time to dunk it. Because you said when the other partner is not fulfilling the emotional needs, right? That that opens the space up for infidelity. It does. So in that case, like Tyshawn is saying, are both people to blame for the person cheating? No. Okay, let me explain. So, this is the first time I think, okay, did, um, I think, let me, let me, when you say blame, I, I want to use a different word. I think both people are responsible for the relationship, okay? But the person that cheated made a decision to cheat. It was their choice. Even though, now, if your needs aren't getting met, you have other options. So what we're, what we're doing is, we're, Ryan, what we're doing is we're saying it's either or. 
either this or that. But that's not true. It's a choice. You always have a choice. Cheating and infidelity is still a choice, even if your needs aren't getting met. Now, you could walk away. That's a choice. You could go to counseling or coaching. It's a choice. You could grin and bear it and be miserable. It's a choice. Each one of those things I just mentioned, still a choice. So now, while both parties are responsible for the relationship, the party that's cheated is responsible for their cheating because that was their choice. Because we can't act like I contributed to your choice. Okay, you know what? I, I, I didn't make you. I didn't. I didn't make you open your legs, and he fell up. He fell up in it. I didn't make that. Wasn't my choice. And so, to answer to answer your question, no. Both people are responsible for the relationship and the things that are lacking in the relationship. But the person who cheated is responsible for their cheating. It was their choice. See, what happens is a lot of people blame everybody else. Well, you wasn't doing such and such. Okay, that may be that may have been true. That may have been true. But you still made a choice to do this. Instead of us going to counseling, you made a choice to cheat. Do you follow me? So it's still their choice. Mm. So we we had Judge Lynn on the show, and she specifically said- I want to meet Judge Lynn. Judge yeah. Lynn, can we hook up and do something together? If, yo, <laughs> yes, if y'all haven't watched that, she has to be the number one request. If y'all haven't checked out Judge Lynn Tola's episode, or if you checked it out, watch it again, because it's, it's one of our top performing episodes. Right. She, she's amazing. But one of the things that stuck with me, which is why we have this conversation, part of the reason, is that she said social media is the causes most of the infidelity that she sees coming through the divorce courts. Okay. So your expert and personal opinion, what type of healthy boundaries can be put in place to make sure you prevent the chance of infidelity stemming from social media? I think the way you help, the way social media is that we communicate. The number one reason why relationships mess up, fail, is communication. We don't talk about it. We just make assumptions. So um, I always say uh, the number one reason why relationships end, and I mean communication is a part of this. The number one reason why relationship ends is your expectations aren't met. All right, my expectations and my results are different. I expected something, but my results were different. And so what I think is the most important part of, of social media is us sitting down, if we're going to be in a relationship and communicate what that looks like. But we don't do it. We don't communicate about anything. Y'all, I'm doing a communication class intensive right now, and it's called What She Said, What He Heard. And it's how men and women view communication differently, mm, right? That's a good one. And so we don't talk about it. And so when, 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 when Tyshawn, if we start talking about what communication, what social media looks like in our relationship, all of a sudden, I didn't know you felt that way. I didn't know you felt that way when I took the picture of my ass out. I didn't know you, <laughs> I, I didn't know you nah, felt, felt that way. No, she knew you felt that way, but she didn't know you were safe. something about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. Social media can be, yes. But let's, can we be honest? Let's be real. 
cheating been around long before social media got around. Damn Way right. before. That, Damn that, right. Man used to take the car because they had one car for about two weeks, be off with his side piece, right? He come back home and want dinner fixed. <laughs> he used to take the horse. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is social media, while I agree with um, Judge, I think social media is a major contributor. But I think a bigger contributor is we don't communicate about anything. We don't talk about it because most of us don't know how to communicate. We've never been taught. Wow. Mm. I want to leave you out, leave out with one thing. I want to leave you with this before we go. I know you got guys got to go. Why is it that you guys are great at your podcast? You got 12,000 cameras in here. And they clear as hell, right? I can see every, I can see every wrinkle on my face. And... But we get good at our jobs. We get excellent. We get training. We get mentoring. And we know that the more training we get, the better we're going to get at it. Right. Why is it that relationships is the one thing we get no training on communication, no training on conflict resolution, no training on love language, but we just expect it to work? Mm, that's a fact. And it's one of the most important relationships we'll ever develop in our lives. It is. And then... We don't, what about the relationship with ourselves, our own self-love, self-worth? But when I come back, I'm going to break down validation and affirmation and self-love. I don't have time to know I y'all like got that. it wrong. I like I'm going to break it down so deep, y'all going to be like, well, dog, I never thought about it like that. And, and so I'm just saying, y'all, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we get training on everything else. But we don't get trained on how to do relationships. So can you can you can you can you help us with that? Can you give my hall initiated people well some, let's something special? We're gonna take care of the audience, man. And we spoke to Ken about this because uh you got a challenge coming up. I got a challenge coming that up. That Harley Initiated is gonna absolutely take part of. Okay. And right. uh, we've been uh we launched our YouTube membership a couple weeks ago. We dropped a special link in there, and I probably spoke to about we got about 60 members now. It's only been a couple weeks. Already got 60, 60 members. Yeah, I'm moving. I spoke to about 15 men and women. And they're like, Ryan, we need some help. They're like, Ryan, look, you a single man. I trust you, but you can't help me with this. <laughs> but I trust that you're going to find the person to help me. So that's one of the reasons why we want to work with you, Ken, and bringing this, um, this level of mentorship and education to our audience from a relationship standpoint. Mm-hmm. And um, I want you to tell the, the audience about what we're going to be doing for them coming so up. So I got a challenge, and I wrote the name down because I wanted to get it right. Because uh, for those of you who don't know, oh, by the way, let me tell you all this. I'm on a TV show, y'all. I'm a coach on a TV show called Unfaithful Caught in the Act. It's going to be on MTV starting July 11th on every Tuesday night. Um, I'm on MTV at 9 p.m. I'm the relationship coach. It's called Unfaithful. So I wanted to do a, a relationship challenge that's coming up the end of this month on the 26th. Starts on the 26th for three days. It's called Unfaithful to Unstuck. How to de- how how to how to heal from cheating, heartbreak, and unhealthy attachments. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so we already experienced how your challenges, uh, you know, hit. So we we know the fulfillment is going to be on point. Right. We know the reviews is on point. And then we also going to have something special with for the VIP. So we can also engage, yes. you know, Harley Initiated going to be on that thing. We're going to be there, you know y'all. what I mean? So, um, yeah, Ken, man, we appreciate you. Now, this is the thing. 
I want very serious about this. We're going to be promoting this because we want as many of our audience members to be a part of this. So we're going to be promoting this over the next few weeks. But we want you to go ahead, click the link in the description. It's going to be in there. King Canyon's Masterclass is going to be a special discount for anybody that registers using that link. Because the one thing I want to do is we want to improve healthy relationships. And let me say this to you. There are people out there, listen, there are people out there. You, you're tired of being stuck. You're tired of feeling what you're feeling. And you want to give yourself permission to love again. You want to give yourself permission to trust again. But you don't know how. What I'm going to say, these guys we've partnered, click the link and join that challenge. The challenge is in those three days, your life is going to change. I promise you. If you say, listen, y'all, I want to be something different. And I want, to, I want to get out the noise. I want to take the noise out. And I want to have a different life. All I say is click the link and let's go on this journey together. I appreciate you guys entrusting me to guide Thanks. your audience. Because your audience, there are people out there. I've helped so many people heal and get in relationships. Yes. I've saved 298 marriages now. <laughs> it was like 297 like last that. time I was I here. I remember. And that's what they it's want, It's 298 man. now. That's what they want. We talking to these men and women, yeah. and they're like, yo, we, you know, the men come to us when they get ready to lose something. The women come to us because they always want to improve something. Yes. But either way, we got them together. Ken, you promise you're going to take care of them? I'm going to take care of them. Let's get it. And listen, we, listen, we vet our people, and my man Ken is fully qualified to give y'all a full-out transformation yeah. in those three days. So, like we already told y'all, make sure y'all click that link. Let's get it popping. It's super excited for you, and I'm super thankful to have you back here on the platform. Sure, man. Appreciate We're going to have you back here again. Y'all best believe <laughs> this is not the last time y'all going to see Ken anytime. You're welcome. Full invitation yeah. to Harley initiated here. I didn't here. curse as much. And see, you, you, I only yeah. said a couple of words. Yeah, yeah, listen, now, y'all we'll see the we'll, self-improvement we'll, we'll here. We'll get them on the live <laughs> with the members. It might be something crazy. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. the members, the members going to Ooh, uh, can the members? Uh -huh. They going, they going, they got you. They going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> they going to get it. I ain't scared. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but listen, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Hardly Initiated. Yeah. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>